Happy Friday, folks, and welcome back to the Pot of the Palace. Curtis Wilgerson, Scotty Borderline here with you as always from Natty State Sports Studios in downtown Fayetteville. Um, Scotty, man, like we've used this bye week to do a lot of deep dives that I, I think is it's some good evergreen content, uh, stuff that's going to last a while. So, you know, you can go back and listen to this whenever. I would I would probably suggest that. If you want to hear us vent about our uh, our disappointments with this team, Monday's episode was a uh, it was a fun one. If you want to get a thorough preview of Portal season, you know I highly suggest tuning in to Wednesday's show. Uh, but believe it or not, Arkansas actually plays basketball again this weekend on Saturday against Georgia, and I have literally no idea what to expect about that. But there's some actual intrigue considering it's an 11 and 11 team. Um, I know that we talked about it, you know, at, at different points throughout the week. Like, oh man, this team hasn't been a lot of fun to watch. Having a week off, or has that excitement crept in at all? Or what do you think about Saturday? No, I mean it's probably <laughs> not gonna. Uh, it's probably not gonna get my excitement up until like maybe get to the arena, and then maybe yeah. you, you start feeling like oh they're they're actually gonna play. Don't you're exactly right. You don't know at all what you're gonna get from those guys, and I think that adds to the maybe the lack of looking forward to this, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, looking forward to our launch party more. I'm definitely looking forward to that. That's going to be uh that's going to be a good time. That's going to set the stage I think for the weekend. Yeah. You got to watch goodness that tip off on Saturday is at 5. Yeah, could you imagine if it was on 11 a.m.? That'd be uh that'd be tough. Yeah. Might put a damper on the night. Woo, man. Yeah, launch party Friday, hoop Saturday, Super Bowl Sunday. It's not not Solid a week. Yeah, so the weekend as a whole Solid. looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, for Saturday sure. maybe if you had to power rank them as third. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt about it. But I'm looking forward to watching other basketball games, too. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, we'll probably give our SEC picks toward the end here. But, yeah, looking forward to maybe winning some more money. For sure. Heard that. That would be a, that would be a nice change of pace. Well, let's uh, let's jump right into it here, Scotty. I mean, it'll be pretty short and sweet, honestly, um, compared to some of the other episodes this week. Uh, but there are some storylines here to talk about, you know, it, Rumor has it you're going to make me look uh, like an idiot again, maybe with some trivia towards the end of this thing. We'll see. I put my ear to the streets earlier, and I heard that you had some for me, too. I got so I got I'm nervous. Good, as you should be. I think you're going to get these. I don't know though, what it's like to be them. on the other side of trivia. That's kind of that's kind of been my thing. It's nerve-wracking. I, I lose sleep over it. Just I just want you to know that. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, with this team, like I think the first thing here probably is like who the heck will play and who won't. Um, and, and as per usual, and, and this is always the case on a bye week, like whether teams are playing well or not, but there's all kinds of rumors out there floating around. So we'll see um, if there's a guy or two missing um, on Saturday. Yeah, heard things. Yeah, I'm not immune to the rumors that are out there. We'll see, right, if, if, if there's a guy or two missing, whatever. Uh, but Trevin Brazil... Must said there's no real update on him. Um, hasn't practiced yet. We both listened to to his radio show, um, and we'll see if he has a, an update later on Friday uh, when we get to talk to him before the game. But we we needed to get this into everybody's feeds to check it out. So we haven't talked to Must yet. But um, follow along with me here. You know, Must said some days the knee feels good, uh, some days it doesn't. That sounds to me very very much like someone who's dealing with. Uh, some inflammation and maybe some tendonitis, um, as opposed to just general soreness in the knee. And that's, I'm speaking to my own background here as an yeah, athletic, athletic trainer. trainer like, Curtis over here. 
that that's very that's that's not uncommon yeah. post surgery, especially once you get to this point in the season for you know uh, that things working harder than it has in the past. Maybe the strength isn't quite equal to the other knee. Uh, right. I I think he's I think he's dealing with some tendonitis. It's just me connecting some dots. Um, so who knows what that'll mean? I just I it, you know if Must is telling the truth, I have a hard time believing we'll see him. But yeah, I was going to ask what what you would put the probability of him suiting up is. 25%. Really? Yeah. Um, and we'll see. I mean, he has been trying to warm up with the team the last couple of games. I know he did yeah. at LSU. Um, I heard, you know, from someone who was there in the stands that it, it didn't look good and that he shut it down pretty quick. But if it's a if it's a day where he's feeling good, uh, then maybe he goes through all warm-ups. But either way, uh, just given the way it sounds, like I can't imagine him playing a significant role even if he is dressed. Yeah, and I feel like if there's been days where it feels good, there's been days where it feels bad, um, and he's been trying to get in there a little bit, um, I feel like you need to stack some it-feels-good days yeah. on top of one another before you can get out there with bullets flying. Like, that just seems like a – like, if if not, um, and maybe you rush this thing getting back, which there is no, there is no reason for him to rush it back. And that's just, I mean, we're, we've, we've talked about these guys and their futures before. Like, he's got a future beyond college to think about. Um, and so the last thing he needs to do is, is rush, rush back or get out there when he doesn't feel comfortable. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I would be a little bit, I would be a little bit surprised if, if he played sure. on Saturday for sure. And, like, even if, even if he, he did feel good, you know, these last couple of days leading up to a game, you still don't know what you're going to get. Like, Facts. practice is not a game whatsoever. So, mm-hmm. um, if he does play, I don't I don't know that I would expect him to, to light it up by any means. Right. Now, Devo, on the other hand, uh, you know, we kind of thought with either one of these guys, if they were going to make a return, that this was probably a good time to do it. The bye week, you could get back, have a full week of practice, you know, shake off the rust, get reacclimated, whatever. Uh, and, and, for all intents and purposes, it sounds like Devo has done that. I mean, Musk also mentioned that he tweaked his ankle like the first day he was out there at practice. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Uh, but <laughs> assuming he's been out there, uh, you know, he's had a full week with the team. He's been there for all the prep. He's also missed a lot of time. I think this is probably what I'm most fascinated to see with this game is like, like what's it going to look like for Devo? Yeah. I would probably personally be more surprised if he didn't play at all or very little I'd be more surprised by that than I would him starting and playing 35 minutes. Like I, right. that would not surprise me at all. Just given the track record there, I, yeah. I don't know. What do you What do you think? I don't like. I think Eric wouldn't bring him back on the team if he didn't intend to play him. Right. Right. And like Devo, we've said this before. Devo at his best helps this team a lot. Um, and if you know the things that you've been hearing are accurate, you might need some help in the backcourt. So. I would expect Devo to play, and I texted you last night, and I said, "Just like tell me, tell me if I'm just completely an idiot for doing this. <laughs> Predict Devo's stat line, and everybody listening can send me and Curtis their prediction for Devo's stat line. So points, rebounds, and assists. We're not going to get in the weeds with steals and yeah. blocks and free throw attempts, and I really even maybe the minutes could be a tiebreaker if if you know that were to happen." Um, but if you nail his stat line on Saturday, I will, I will send somebody a $15 seven brew gift card. You heard it. You heard it here. There are prizes involved for participation. I will do that. 
I will do that. You win. We'll identify you. You send me your contact info, and I will get that Seven Brew gift card to you. I know, you know, Seven Brew is probably not appealing to some people, but as an addict, I feel like that's it's on my way in anyway. I it's can, a versatile place. You can do a lot there. I can get it's my medium iced vanilla mocha and I ask for a $15 gift card at the same time. So it won't <laughs> be, we go. I won't be going out of my way for that. I like it. Yeah. Let's just get, get some interaction. Um, yeah, man. I think, I think you could probably, there's probably going to be people that think he's going to go for, you know, what he did his freshman year. He could go for 20 and his return is just be like, Literally, where has this Devo been? And then literally, where has he been for the last two weeks? Yes. Kind of deal. Yeah. Or it could be, <laughs> you know, there's probably going to be some people that don't think he plays at all. Right. I'm kind of in that middle ground. Yeah. Where should we set the over-under on his minutes? It's a great question. Um, 16 and a half. Over. Over? I think so. Okay. I'm I'm really and I'm I just, don't I don't think he's gonna start. I don't think so either. I don't think he's gonna yeah. start, but I think <clears throat> you know, if he, he gets in there maybe that second shift of guys, second wave of guys and he's he keeps playing well, Eric's just if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. He's just gonna keep rocking with him. That's kinda how I feel about it too. Like I just and I'm I'm kinda being maybe a little facetious when I when I talk about it here, but this just it has you know, thirty plus minutes written all over it for, sure. for me. For me, at least, yeah. like it wouldn't surprise me at all. I kind of hope it happens because it'd be funny. Um, the Saracen, the Saracen double R prop should only be his minutes. <laughs> yeah, I agree, only man. Only his minute total. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be uh, that would be perfect. We ought to let I we ought to let did. Rainwater Rainwater know. I probably you know. did lowball it with sixteen and a half, but I could. I mean, I could see that. Just but it, that, that's just the thing with this team. Like in. you could set that with anybody on this roster, not named Tremont Mark. You know, and like, who knows? It's it's kind of yeah. crazy. Um, and this is not a trivia question that I had for you. It, it might be one that you had for me, so we don't have to get too far into it. <laughs> but just looking at the minutes distribution on this team, it's uh, it's crazy to think about. Like, I would just suggest anybody go look at the at the Cume stats and see uh, see what those minutes look like from player to player. There's only a, a small handful of guys where it's been any form of consistent whatsoever. It's yeah, kind of wild. That is, that is one of the questions I've got for you is the top five minutes played in, in league play. I'll so still can, get it wrong. We can save that for later, but it's, it's <laughs> pretty alarming, I would yeah, say. man. It's crazy. Um, do we Are we participating in this stat line thing? Yeah, I've got mine written down. Okay, yeah, do throw we it wanna, at me. Do we want to do like the tiebreaker with minutes played or do yeah. we want to do anything like yeah, that? Yeah, we can do that. I like it. All right. Um... I've got five points. Okay. Four rebounds. Okay. One assist. Okay. In 21 minutes. I like that. I have seven points, four rebounds, three assists in 28 minutes. <laughs> okay. Run that by me again so I can write that down. Seven points. Okay. Four rebounds, three assists. Three assists. 28 minutes. There we go. All right, we got you down. And listen, y'all who are, don't go copycatting me now because, it, listen, you know, if, if there's a tie, like you got to at least switch up the minutes because I will take my seven and a half dollars for seven brew. Like I, I will split that with you. I'm petty. <laughs> so just because, uh, you know, I'm sitting in front of a microphone doesn't mean I'm not in on this prize if I win. I just, just throw oh, yeah, it out you, there right you now. You might get the whole gift card. Yeah. And if Scotty wins, he's got to, you know, pay for himself, which he was yeah. going to do anyway. So I'll, it's just. I'll pay uh, me. That's fine. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I can't I can't wait to see what it looks like with uh with Devo, but again, like I'm I'm happy he's back. I'm happy he's back and uh maybe hope he does well. Maybe hope it the helps tiebreaker team. should be like accessory related. Like is he going to go headband and then take it off? Is he going to go shooter sleeve on his legs? 
or I think he's going to go back to his short shorts, tall socks look. Yeah. That we've seen a couple times. That's kind of my expectation. Yeah. I hope we get upside down headband Evo. Yeah. Same but here. you know, we'll see. That would up. That would be the best thing for the team. I think so too. Yeah. Upside down headband Evo. They need yep. that. Yeah. I mean, he told me when he was a freshman, he was like, "Hey, these people in my circle are saying when you turn that headband upside down, it's you're a different cat." <laughs> hey, man. So he's aware. Yeah. He's very aware. <laughs> and I've talked to him in the past about his accessory choices and all that stuff. And that was back before the nails or, or whatever. It was strictly like socks and arm sleeves and undershirts. It's like he's done the undershirt thing, too, where he's worn it for like his first shift. And then he gets subbed back in and he's like, T-shirt's gone, socks are down, headbands off. So it's interesting, man. He is an interesting man. Yeah. And and shoot, like beyond that, I mean, I've. I have a pretty strong hunch here that Eric Musselman will not be rolling out the same starting lineup either on Facts. Saturday. Um, and so I think it was two games in a row they started uh, Blocker, Battle, Mark, Lawson, and Graham. If I if if my memory serves me correctly, that was the last two games. Yep. Um, the first game against Georgia when they were in Athens, I mean, he, he went with, I remember that, it was Minifield, Devo, Tremont, Mark, Brazil, and Makai. It, it damn yep. sure ain't going to be that. So, right. Um, I wonder if he goes back to back to something he's used before. If he goes back to the well and we get like lucky number 13 here with the starting lineup combinations. Uh, do you have a thought on that? I have one, but I want to see what you got. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I was trying to figure out which groups hadn't played together because, I mean, you got 12 to work with, so you got to put some guys in, pull some right. guys out, or you'd have the same lineup combo. I think I looked at CBB analytics and these this group – has played like two minutes and 40 seconds together. Okay. And that 240 was at LSU. Okay. And they were plus, they were in the positive when they played. So it was second half, so it wasn't like the game was particularly close, but they did get some run together. Layden Blocker. Okay. You got to have Tremont Mark in there. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah Davenport. Mm-hmm. Jalen Graham. Mm-hmm. Chandler Lawson. Damn it. Did I steal yours? No. Almost. I had Layden Blocker, Tremont Mark, Jeremiah Davenport, Jalen Graham, Makai Mitchell. Okay, yeah, I mean, I could go either <laughs> way with Kai or, or Lawson, um, but I, just, I don't think, like, the bigs have been playing fine, and you've been bringing Kai. Kai's, been, Kai's come off the bench every game since Florida. He's been hooping in that role. Yeah, yeah. he has, so, yeah. But I, I, I don't mind at all seeing Kai and Jalen Graham, you know, feeding off each other from the jump. They've been playing as well as as any duo Arkansas's got right now yeah for sure and yeah I I, I definitely I I would actually be kind of surprised if I didn't see the blocker Mark Davenport backcourt unless mm. they are just like yeah Devo get in there buddy yeah. um because Georgia has some big guards and they'll go to the bench and bring Justin Hill in and he's he's six foot he's he's kind of stocky but you know yeah. that's when you can get you know maybe some of your smaller guards in there but when they go with, you know, like Thomason and, uh, you know, Demery, our, our boy on the portal board back there, and they got Abdur Rahim and some of those other, like, it's a pretty, it's a yeah, pretty big group of guards and wings. Those three guys you just named, 6'4", 6'5", 6'8". Yeah. So that's some, yeah. some girth to those Even guys. the kid, and I just, man, he was just, he was stroking on Arkansas, like Blue Kane or whatever his name was, yeah. the freshman. But he's a big kid, too. Six, he's like, five. yeah. So yeah. they've got a, a pretty big backcourt, so it wouldn't surprise me at all to see, um, must go big and then on his radio show he was also talking about how they might 
turn towards playing some more traditional lineups, which makes me think they might be going back to the two bigs, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, and, like, and I think you're, you might be hitting the nail on the head with starting Kai. Is that Rus- Russell Chiwa? Is that how you say his name? Yeah. The big, boy the big for fella. Mm-hmm. He's started every game this year and that, that boy's seven foot two seventy five. Yeah. I mean, I know Chandler Lawson's dealt with Zach Eady before, who's even bigger than that. Um, but if you want to go size for size, Kai's your best bet matching up with with him. Maybe you try to maybe try to bully him a little bit right. from the jump. Yeah, exactly. And then it'll it'll also be interesting to see, like always, like how deep does Musk go? I mean, it seems like if things are going well, he'll really try to keep it to that seven or eight. Mm-hmm. If it's a if it's a you know a mess, then he'll keep trying to push buttons or whatever. But uh, I wonder about that standpoint of it with Devo coming back and, you know, are, are we going to see, you know, the, the spots for Denage Harris and Joseph Pinion or is he going to really keep that thing trim? Um, I hope he keeps it to eight. I hope and then so. And the guys that he brings off are the the third big mm-hmm. who doesn't start and then Minifield and Devo. Yeah. Just keep it. I think I'd be fine that. with that. Keep it to that. I th- I'm with you 100%. Um, <laughs> Scotty, man, like, I don't know. Arkansas lost this game 76-66 in Athens. Uh, literally a month. It'll be a month to the day when they tip off on Saturday. Uh, the game never really felt like it was in question, especially down the stretch. Like, you know, Arkansas, I think that was the one game on the road where they j- didn't just get their doors blown off. I think the biggest they trailed by was like 13. Um, but yeah. they, you know, it was just, I, I never really felt like they were going to win that game. Um they could not make a shot. They were three of twenty-one from three. They were sub seventy percent from the free throw line. Uh, Mark was the only guy in double figures in that game. I think he had twenty-four. Uh, they had fifteen turnovers. It was kind of a mess there. I thought they did a really good job defending Jabri Abdur Rahim in that game, who's did, a really yeah. nice player for yep. Georgia. But the supporting cast torched him. Like I know that the Thomason kid was lighting him up. Justin Hill lit him up. So Melendez got in double figures too. Melendez, Melendez got in double is the figures. Kid that they prepped for previously at, at Illinois, and they still couldn't. Yeah, still couldn't keep him at bay. Right. So I, I don't know, man. You know, like Georgia, they're they're really not very good. I mean, they're they're maybe like average to middle of the pack in the SEC, but they they've lost six of eight since they beat Arkansas. I think right. they what they lost three or four in a row four. at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is a game that should be a guaranteed win inside Bud Walton Arena, but, like, that building hasn't meant anything this season. But listen, like, I know it it really doesn't matter at this point. Like, you're 11-11 and now. But you probably want to win this one when you've got Tennessee coming into your building next week and then you got that two-game road swing with Mississippi State and A&M. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is you just want to give people a reason this weekend to come back next time. Yeah. Right? Like, if you want any chance of taking Tennessee down, you're going to have to get the crowd involved there. But if you lose this weekend, people might only be coming to see Tennessee in the midweek next week just because Tennessee could win a national championship. And it it could just be that instead of going to watch Arkansas, you know. Um, I hope it doesn't Mm -hmm. get to that point. They need to – like, this this team's lost three out of his last four (laughs) – at home in league play, and they're s- this close from being winless at home in league play. That's man, it's sickening. Yeah, like, that's, you can't protect that's your absurd. home court, man. That's that's where trouble starts. 
what do you like? What are your expectations for the crowd and the atmosphere on Saturday? I mean, it's a it's a Saturday. It's a five o'clock game. I don't. Is there a baseball <sighs> scrimmage on Saturday? I don't know. That could legitimately help the crowd. Seriously, like I I just I don't know that it's going to be. I mean, there'll be a decent amount of people there, but I don't know how much energy is going to be in that building. And it's, I mean, it's, it's damn sure not going to be your typical Saturday Bud Walton Arena crowd. Right. I mean, I just don't, I don't know where the fan base is at. I thought you might have been on to something after a good showing against Kentucky. You beat Missouri. You know, maybe had they have gone on the road and got that one at LSU, then maybe just a, a, a little bit more juice, a little more pop in the building. But I don't, my expectations are not high yeah. for this. Um, I was thinking twelve to thirteen thousand. That's probably about about right. I yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I'm always really bad with like somebody texts me like, "Hey, what's the crowds look like?" And I'm looking around I'm like I think it looks all right. And then people are tweeting that, "Oh, there's nobody there. It, look, it looks empty on TV." And so I'm like, I I'm a bad judge when it right. comes to that, um, especially with guessing the home crowd. I, I would say probably twelve or thirteen. Like you're just you're probably not anymore going to get an atmosphere close to you know, what you've had at home in the yeah. past, like even for an A&M. And then tell me this. We've talked about it a little bit off air, but I just, when I tweeted out that Devo was back on the team, we heard Must Say it on the radio show, um, I expected, you know, like the the loud minority of people to be like, oh, who cares? He quit on the team. Like, whatever, you know, the people who are upset. Um, I was kind of surprised at the volume of, people reacting like either negatively or just not just, just kind of not caring about it at all. Yeah. What, what kind of reception or ovation or response do you like, what do you think is going to happen when Devo checks into the game? I saw on, uh, I think it was today. So two, I think Tuesday, mm -hmm. the day after Devo's announced that he's coming back, somebody was like, I'm going to the game. And as soon as Devo checks in, I'm leaving. That's like, nuts. Well, that sounds really you're stupid. Barely, you're, you're not even going to be able to eat your popcorn before That's that happens. A, that sounds stupid because <laughs> yeah, part of dumb. me, like, I don't think he'll start, but part of me is saying that they're going to start him so he'll get a reception. Yeah. And I don't think it'll just be one of those deals like when TB came back. He right. Didn't, where he didn't start and they just sent him to the scores table, TV timeout, and he just kind of, you know, just goes about his business, walks on the floor, and there's no real ovation or reception or anything. I think he'll get a, I think he'll get a reception. Um, just because he's been around a long time, like he's, you know, he's responsible for a bunch of big moments, right? In the last four years, here's I think my thing. Will appreciate that. I is hope everybody so. in the building going to be like that. Probably not, right? And my hope is, um, if you're if you're happy and appreciative and glad that he's back, cheer your head off like you would anybody else. Um, if you're upset with how things have gone down or your perception of it or whatever, um, just sit there. Don't boo him. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, we don't do that to our own, you know, and so that's that's my biggest thing with it. That would that yeah. would that would take me off. Yeah, especially um, if there's like, are there going to be? You know, if there's going to be like recruits in the building, mm, I'm I'm sure there will be. That's that would not be a good look. Yeah, you don't you can't do that. Like your four year in state kid, then these potential recruits or whatever these prospects hear booze from the home crowd for a kid that's you know given a lot the last four years. That's that's. Yeah, that right there would be, you know, the fan base hurting the program a yeah, little bit. Exactly. That's a, that's a tough look. Don't do that. Um, I, I don't really know that there's a, a point in like, you know, digging into the weeds of this game. 
so, but tell me if we're on the same wavelength here. Like, I, I think that this really boils down to two things because it's a very, it, this is a very beatable team for Arkansas, despite right. their own struggles. I think it's one, uh, what is motivating the Razorbacks coming off of this bye week? Like, what, what's going to get you going? And two, what kind of start do you get off to? Yeah. That's it for me. Yeah. Um, are, are you, I are basically, you, do, do you want to play and, uh, <laughs> do you get off to a good start? Yeah. I don't, I mean, that's I mean, a great question. Like what's, what's driving them right yeah. now after a week off. And we talked about it on the last pod. Like I didn't know if the week off was a good thing for them. Cause it just, you know, outside of practice time, it allows you, um, you know, infinitely more time to, to be in your own head about things and overthink things. Um, and there's, there's a lot to think about obviously with uh you know the way the season's been going you're right about the good start because it if they don't get off to a good start they're cooked it's a wrap yeah they fold they're cooked mm-hmm. immediately um i don't know what's driving them but um i wrote down they are they going to defend the three finally I, i'm going to guess no i'm going to guess no too it'd be cool if they did but melendez thomas and kane all above 39 percent from three in conference and then abdur rahim's at 35%. With big volume, probably, um, yeah. 36.5% Georgia is above the break um, for the season. So that's – you know where they like to shoot it. You know who likes to shoot it. Can you prevent them from from shooting it well? Because you're right. dead last in the league in three-point defense. Dead yeah. last. And we, you've given up seven, nine, ten, twelve threes in your last four games. Something, something's got to change, man. Yeah. And I think, you know, it, it does go back to math, too. It's like – are you going to allow the team to shoot threes? Because if you're not going to let them shoot threes, you can't give a bunch up and expect to win. Like it's just, exactly. it's just not how it works. So, yeah. and I, I get the hunch that it, I don't think Mus is going to be like, Hey, you know what boys, just let it fly. <laughs> so uh, they're probably going to, you know, try to limit their volume and only take, you know, the quality shots from three. So that mean they take 10 to 15, three pointers again and make five of them. Well, and you can't give up 10. Right, you know, exactly. so I, I'm with you. I think they've they've got to guard the arc somehow. And one thing that stood out to me when Arkansas went to Georgia is guys like Abdur Rahim and Melendez. They don't need a whole lot of airspace to get a shot off. Right. So you could do everything right, and it could still make a shot. But like, you just gotta you, you gotta stay consistent in how you're you know you're in your three point defense approach. It could be one of those deals where they want to run them off the three point line. Well, hope your help defense is solid. And you're funneling, funneling guys to the right bigs who can, you know, actually do something about it around the rim. That would be, yeah, that would be good. That would be ideal. This was the one game I remember, uh, you know, during this tough stretch in SEC play where Muss, uh, it, it seemed like against Georgia, he was for the most part he was pleased with the effort and everything, especially coming off that Auburn game. But he was very much like, we just didn't make any shots and they were knocking them down. And I kind of felt that way after that game too, but uh, boy, much has changed since then. No I just doubt about I don't it. know I don't know how good Georgia is away from home. Like we watched mm-hmm. them put up what felt like a million points against Kentucky and still lose, but that it's a different team, home and road. Yeah, they don't shoot. I don't feel like they shoot it quite as well on the road. So Arkansas needs to try to continue that trend. But the trend has been Arkansas makes makes other teams look really really good. Maybe better, way better than they are. <laughs> exactly. In reality. Exactly. Yeah. If they get the, uh, maybe they'll get the Kentucky game defensive effort 
slash Georgia just misses some shots. That'd be yeah. that'd be great. We'll see what happens. I don't know, man, but uh, we'll be there. We'll be checking it out. Um, well, let's get to uh, let's get to this trivia time. I'm, I'm right. anxious to see what you got. Yep, doing the Friday Five. I've got five questions for you, and it's it's weird. I did like top four in one category, top five, top two, top three. Okay, it's, it's weird. That's it's a little is, bit weird. Let and it then be I've weird, got, and then I'll leave it up to you whether you want to do another trivia question or which is true. Okay. Okay. So the first one, um, Arkansas's top. Who's Arkansas's in Arkansas's top four in assists in SEC play? Oh, I feel um, like we briefly touched on this maybe off air earlier in the week because it was so funny that I couldn't not tell people. Assist and SEC like play. You were you were in here, and I just had to tell you. Hey, well, Makai Mitchell, number one, <laughs> because that's what I do remember. Yeah, which is absurd. And then there is a there's a tie for second. Okay, um, let me go. Mm, no, Minifield. He is one of the two. Okay, um, he has twelve. One other player has twelve. Devo? No, no, no. Devo. No. Tremont Mark. Tremont Mark is tied for second with Keon Minifield with 12 assists. Okay. In the SEC play. Um, and now all you're missing is, is, I guess that would be fourth. Okay. Let's go. God, who else about? L. Ellis? No. Jalen Graham? No. How many is it? <laughs> Ten. Oh, uh, geez. Not Devo, not Brazil. Who else plays? Davenport doesn't dime. That's going to be another question. Who else plays? Chandler Lawson. No. Dang it. Uh, Is a guard. Oh, gosh. Well, it's got to be uh, Blocker then. Yes, Blocker. That's my. I should. So I can't Mekhi believe I Mitchell leads the team in assists in SEC play with 13. Mark and okay. Minifield have 12. Blocker has 10. Okay. All right. Name the two guys who lead the team in three point field goals made in SEC play. There is a tie. Keon Minifield and Jeremiah Davenport. That is absolutely right. That you was something ball. I was going to ask you. You know, you know ball. <laughs> That's something I was going to ask that you. Was I looked wild. it up. That's nuts. Yeah. Did not expect. I think Caleb Battles like third with seven. Right. Something along those lines. But yeah, yeah. Minifield. And Minifield is actually shooting it fairly well. Right, yeah. like 36% or something. Yeah. Davenport's like sub 30. But yeah, yeah I, I did yep. look that one up Nailed earlier. that one. Okay. Uh, top three in steals in SEC play. Um, T-Mark. Number one. Uh, our boy Jalen Graham. Number two. Okay. With nine. And Blocker. Number three with six. Let's go. Okay. Curtis is balling. Let's go. Ball today. All right. All right. Top five in minutes played in <laughs> SEC play. Um, T Mark, number one with two hundred and seventy-two. Okay, okay, so we're doing total, not per game. Yeah, total. Okay. Um, yikes. I'm. Devo is probably still on that list. Devo is fifth. Okay. At one forty-three. Okay. Um. God, this this really should not be as difficult as it is. Uh, okay, Kai Mitchell, 
He is number two, 171. So he's played 101 fewer minutes than Tremont Mark, who is number one. Uh, yikes. Brazil still on there? Brazil is third. He's third and he hasn't played in two weeks? 163 minutes. Okay, so we got... You got Mark, Mark one, Kai, Kai two, TB three, Devo five. Okay. Uh, Graham. Graham is fourth, one hundred and fifty minutes. So it's dude. That makes no Mark, sense. Mitchell, Brazil, Graham, Devo. That's crazy. Five. Okay. All right. So would you would you rather? Do you want to do a which is true, or, um, do a leading scores challenge? Um, let's go. Which is true? Which is true? L. Ellis or Layden Blocker played more minutes in SEC play. <laughs> Dude. Has L. Ellis played more minutes than Layden Blocker, or has Layden Blocker played more minutes in SEC play than L. Ellis? Okay, SEC play. Yeah, because Blocker kind of had his run of starts pre-SEC play, and now he's back in there. He had some short stance. L's been a DMP the last couple games. He had a handful of starts. I bet it's kind of close. I'm going to say L. L. Ellis is correct. L has played 123 minutes. Blocker has played 121. Oh, very close then. Very close. Okay. I bet that's a different answer after uh, Saturday. You might be on to something there. <laughs> Dang. Okay, yeah, that's wild. Yeah, it's wild. That was the Friday Five. I okay. Shot the trivia shotgun at Curtis, and he came through today. He, I, fe- he I felt okay it. about went, most of you them. Went through that quickly. Um, yeah, and so and then the in fairness, like the three point one, I was gonna ask you a version of. I was gonna ask you like who leads Arkansas and makes and attempts from three in SEC play. So I kind of had an idea on I that don't one. Know if attempts. Well, just makes – I meant uh, – I'm sorry, makes in percentage okay. is what I meant. Okay. But go ahead and give me attempts. I'll, I'll pull up the stats. I feel like Minifield's up there. Okay. Bad air. I got to pull it up. Let's see. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Min- All right. Min- yeah, I got it up now. Minifield got some looks up early against Auburn, right? Minifield is – Tied for third in three-point attempts in SEC play. Wow. Davenport gets him up. Davenport is number one. Davenport has taken 29 threes in SEC play. I feel like I remember Battles taking 23. Battles taking 23. Yeah. Minifield's at 22, and he's tied with one other person. Who gets a lot of shots up. Oh, Tremont Mark. Yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, T Mark. I was surprised that you know T Mark takes a bunch of shots. I figured he'd have taken more threes than he has. Yeah, yeah, because me too. I mean, he's mid range king. If you expand out the whole season, you do a whole season deal. Like I feel like he's shot the three fairly well. Right. I could just be completely wrong. Um. Yeah, T Mark's thirty seven percent for the year. Yeah, I mean, take that. Why are t- Why is T Mark and and KB not taking more threes? Because they've been told not to. I guess. It's a mandate. Don't shoot them. <laughs> but I figure you got to give somebody the green light, and it'd be those two, right? You know, it's yeah, so weird. It's battles taking eighty this year. Davenport's <laughs> taking sixty six, and Mark's taking fifty nine. It's crazy. So Davenport, who we feel like 
doesn't play hardly at all. He's played 33.6% of the available minutes this year, and he's got up more threes than T-Mark has, who's played like 150% of the minutes. Yeah. It's nuts, man. T-Mark, I mean, Eric was talking in the summer about how uh, T-Mark's offensive game had really evolved. I just, I would, I wouldn't mind at all if he took more threes. No. If Caleb Battle took more threes. Like, you got a guy you sitting shoot there him. almost 39% for the year. He's got to put him up. Right. It's nuts, man. Mark's almost at 38%. Okay. Well, I did have one other one for you. You Hit know, because we, we spent a lot of time this week talking about just how crazy the lineup and rotation inconsistencies have been. Mm-hmm. Um, there are two players on this roster that have played in every game this season. Who are they? So Two guys who have appeared in every game this season. Makai Mitchell's one of them. Makai Mitchell is one of them. Not Devo, not TB, not T-Mark. Not Blocker. Not Blocker. Um, is it Davenport? Not Davenport. Okay. He had the one DMP when we were in the Bahamas. That's Remember, right. and he yeah. said like, "Oh, yeah, his foot was hurting foot. or something." Yeah. Um, is it Chandler Lawson? It's Chandler Lawson, man. Makai Mitchell <laughs> and Chandler Lawson—the only two guys on this roster who've played in every game. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, man. that is wild. Like both the, we <laughs> did trivia the other day was just like who started the most games, and it's Chandler Lawson's in there. You know, Mr. Consistency. Just, yeah, he's just know? he's consistent because he's there all the time. <laughs> yeah, he exists. He's there. <laughs> yeah, he is on the team. He's, he's he is out there. <laughs> you count on him to show up. Oh That's man, you can say for a lot of guys, I guess. Yes, that is uh, that is very true. All right, well, no, that was good. That was fun. I like doing those. Um, hopefully, it gives some people something to you know interact with when they're listening in, as opposed to just hearing us spout off about a uh, blue canes three point percentage from uh, yeah, that is a Georgia, real person. So. It is a real person, yeah. Um, this is a white dude. He had, like, did he have a man bun going on? Is that him? Yes. I think that's I think him. It was a white guy with the with the long hair. My 11-year-old was watching Georgia play one time, and he thought it was a girl. Yeah. It's like, why are we watching girls basketball? I'm like, this. you see the other nine guys on the floor? Not women. Right. Yeah, he's just uh, – that's just his swag. That's him. And uh, he was he was letting it fly you on the hogs. got a prediction hogs, for so. the game? Arkansas going to win? Um, No. I don't think no, so I don't think either. they're going to win. I don't think they're going to get their doors blown off, but I don't think they're going to win. Yeah. Um, I'll say single-digit loss. Yeah, that's fair. They probably score in the 60s, low also, 60s and yeah, lose. Also fair. They yeah. That's their that's kind of their vibe. Yeah, I think that's where they're at. Yeah, Do we have uh, – let's, let's run through the other SEC games for Saturday real quick. We'll just do some rapid fire, and then we'll get out of here. But I'm sure it's a pretty decent uh, – Pretty decent slate, although, you know, there were some bangers on the Wednesday night schedule. That that Auburn yes. and Alabama game was a good one. I enjoyed that one. We hit an SEC parlay last on Wednesday, brother. We did, yeah. Tennessee took care of business. Mississippi State took care of business. Okay, here we go. Um, let me hit you with them real quick. We'll just pick winners here. Uh, Alabama coming off a beat down at Auburn. Uh, they're going to go on the road to LSU. Don't know. Bama. I guess I'll take Bama, yeah. Yeah, although it's kind of a tricky spot for him, but I think I think Bama. Uh, this will be easy. Vanderbilt at South Carolina. South Carolina by double figures. Yeah, South Carolina's rolling, man. Ooh, Auburn coming off the emotional home win against Alabama goes on the road to Florida. I'm not going against Auburn. 
I think that team's pretty legit. I like that. I think they're legit too. To be different, I'll go Florida at home, but I don't I don't trust in that pick at all. Yeah. Auburn really I was I've been critiquing Auburn because for the longest I was like, yeah, they're like they're they've got a nice record. They look good and stuff, but they don't have any quad one wins. Well, they picked up two in a row now. There you go. So they're they're <laughs> cooking. Okay. Um Oh dang! Okay, I forgot all wow, about this. I forgot about this game. Yes, Gonzaga at Kentucky in Rupp. It's a shame that game's lost a little bit of luster. I know Gonzaga's Gonzaga's struggling some, struggling this year. Yeah, um, I like Kentucky though. I mean, I feel like they got they got their swagger back a little bit against Vanderbilt the other night. It was good to just beat somebody to sleep. Yeah, that's kind of what Vandy's there for in your schedule. It's true, like if man. You're struggling, and that Kentucky offense had struggled like four straight games, mm-hmm. and then they put up a put up a hundred plus yeah um yeah i like kentucky they'll, they'll score it well yeah i think so too that's a fun game though man like just uh stepping outside of league play like that it's not part of a challenge or anything you just bring gonzaga in 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 february that's it's good scheduling right there sure. i like that uh let's see we got georgia at arkansas we talked about that one uh tennessee going on the road to texas a&m it's interesting First team to 60 wins. Yeah, <laughs> I think but so. But I think, uh, you know, we've watched plenty of, of Texas A&M of late, I feel like. We love Anderson Garcia. Yeah. If he's not grabbing misses for them, it feels like a one-man show almost. Yeah, With it Wade is. Taylor. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll like Tennessee. I think I Tennessee, Tennessee gets that done on the road. Um, it'll be interesting because I Buzz is really good about getting his guys up to play for those kind of games, especially at home. But I'm with you. Yeah, like outside of Wade Taylor, it's been a kind of a weird deal for them. Uh, but, yeah, I like Tennessee there too. Um, and then Mississippi State's going to go on the road and, and hand Missouri their 11th straight loss in Back. SEC play. Yep. Tolu Smith is going to – Mizzou and Vandy are get-right games Yeah. for teams. Yeah, exactly. And the beauty of it for Arkansas is – or, Lord, I hope it's beauty – is that after they go through this little – gauntlet post-Georgia of Tennessee and then on the road at, at Mississippi State and A&M, they get that week where they get Vandy and, and Mizzou at home. Right. So, you know, we'll see what happens there. All right. Got anything else? We got final thoughts? I have no final thoughts. I have no final thoughts either. I just wonder what Monday's pod's going to look like. I do too. Sound like. I do too. What we're going to talk about. Yeah, because if, if they get their doors blown off, like I don't – we might go Tuesday, Thursday, and just swap the bombastic podcast with yeah, us. Yeah, I mean, like I don't days a week, right? Because I, I don't, I don't know. And even if they win, it you know it doesn't matter. But just like, come on, man, like give us something to work with here, some kind of storyline. I'm sure there will be some kind of drama that we can talk about. We'll count see. on it. Yeah, I'm definitely counting on that. But hey, cool, we did it. It's a wrap. Got you primed up for Georgia. Got some trivia for you. Don't forget to get in the comments, okay, or, or throw us something on Twitter. Give us that Devo Davis stat line, points, yes. rebounds, and assists. Yep. I'm seven brew on the $15 line. $15 seven brew gift card for anybody that nails it. Go ahead and send minutes played, too. That could be potentially a tiebreaker. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, that'll wrap us up for this show. Pot at the Palace. It's been Curtis Wilkerson, Scotty Bordelon with Natty State Sports, and we will catch you guys after the weekend. Enjoy your Super Bowl Sunday, and we will talk to you on Monday.